Hey, what's good, North Hollywood? Your hilarious neighborhood comedian, Day Peace. On September 3rd, I will be headlining a comedy show at Diamond Joe Casino, and I'm bringing a couple of funny friends with me. For tickets, you can contact me, go to the casino, or get them online, which is the easiest thing to do. Do not be the person on Tuesday in the office that didn't come to the show, because everybody's going to make fun of you. I'll see you then. Get your tickets now for Day Peace and Friends Stand-Up Comedy. Saturday, September 3rd, 8 p.m. at the Diamond Joe Casino. Tickets are $25 in advance. Buy your tickets at DiamondJoeWorth.com. Hey, welcome to Peace Talk. If this is your first time, thank you. Uh, If it's not, welcome back. Peace Talk initially started off as just a sit-down solo podcast where I get to just talk to you guys for like an hour. Uh, then I got bored with that, okay? Like I was, that was great. Uh, but I got bored, so I started having a bunch of guests on, and then I started having a bunch of people on here that I didn't want to talk to. And now, <laughs> I just want to get back to my roots. I want to just have uh, a podcast where I just talk to you about certain things, uh, current events, topics, my opinion. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's serious, but at the end of the day, is just me talking to you and I appreciate you being an ear. So welcome to Peace Talk. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want me to read an ad for you or your business, just give me money. Okay, (laughs) I will say how great your product is. I'll call you a humanitarian. This season, I'm looking to get sponsorship, which just helps take this podcast up another level. Uh, There's a couple of different ways you can do it and a couple of different ways you can reach out to me. So you can go to my email, which is... uh, uh, comedian day day d-a-y-d-a-y at gmail or you can reach out to me through my link tree which is link tr.ee slash day peace comedy uh anything is appreciated everything is appreciated don't forget to laugh today peace uh we back what's happening everybody thank you for for listening to another episode let's jump right into it I, I've been promising to do a, a short episode. So that is, that's the plan. Uh, today's episode is called, uh, comedy competitions are full of shit. Okay. Uh, or bullshit. I don't know. I don't know which one. Full of shit or bullshit. I don't know which one, which one is worse. Is it, is it, is it worse to be completely full of shit, which I think essentially would make you shit as well? Or, is bullshit just the epitome of the worst type of shit? Because I feel like pig shit definitely is in the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if we talking shit, I don't know why. However, that's what happened. So look, uh, I just I, I I'm currently running a comedy competition. I've been in a couple of them, so I was going to share those stories, and I was just going to give a little bit of a like an insight on. Or maybe a little bit of the structure that kind of goes on in in uh, a lot of comedy competitions because a lot of people aren't aren't aware. And I'm not talking about you know the Voice and and you know America Got Talent. I'm not talking about the the TV competitions, which is another as a whole another thing. That's you know calling and voting and texting and 
Ryan Seacrest and shit like that. So I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about kind of your traditional standard of, you know, comedian comedians battling, if you will, on on a stage and awarding a top one, two, and three and and you know ideally they they get something out of it with whether it's paid work or you know exposure which is obviously a conversation that always comes up when anytime a comedian or an artist or entertainer does something for free oh you get you get exposure uh yeah that don't (laughs) exposure don't pay the rent bitch okay so thank you uh where can i take this exposure and cash it in for some chips not to say you should never do free shows that exposure or some exposure are not absolutely worth doing. It's just saying not a lot of them. Okay. It's, it's, you know, you know, so, uh, I want to, I want to start off by talking about my comedy competition that I just did. I, I'm running it, uh, for four months is, is, it's called top of the pot. It was a comedy competition show that started in Arizona with my good friend Bobby Johnson, DJ Mellow B. He DJed my my wedding. He's been on an episode of the podcast, and he this man works hard. I mean, he <laughs> if you see him, you know you you might not realize how hard he's been working and and how much he hustles to to hold things together. He is a, he's one of the reasons why I really broke into this business because when I was in Arizona doing comedy and, and trying to find room and space for, for me to, to get better and, and hone my craft, this gentleman gave me the opportunity to host several of his shows and our relationship just built and grew from that. And we used to do a lot of shows, like so many shows where I, I, I'm, I probably have, have forgotten more shows than than I can think of because you know we Mexican pizza place you know what I'm saying like uh it we 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 would drive uh Prescott which is two hours north of Phoenix we 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 did small towns we did casinos we did obviously bars and clubs and it's been it's been a great relationship to have shout out to DJ Mellow B uh so he he out of the many competitions shows that comedy shows that he's done, the one that we started, uh, and I gotta say he started because it was really his show. I was just hosting it. Was this competition where basically comics get up and we use the audience to pick who their favorite was and we give somebody money. It's a good draw for a comedy show. So first things first, when you have a comedy show, the conversation is how do we get butts in the seat? That's a very popular, you know, industry term because that's what it all that's what it's all about. It's all about making money. Okay, like if, if boom, spoiler alert, how can we make money off your black ass or, or your white ass or whatever color ass you have? And, you know, it, it, talent is, is definitely a conversation and, and skill and all of those things because you, you have to have them. You have to develop them. But the business side is how can you get people here? And one of the ways you do it is you do a comedy competition where you have, you know, X amount of comedians who you hope, you know, through promotion and wherever they are in their comedy career, they have friends, they have friends and family that will come out and support the show and participate in the show. And that is, you know, one of the first steps of, of, of putting one of these shows together. So hypothetically, say you do a comedy competition with, 
10 comedians and those 10 comedians each bring 10 people to help support them, you know, boom, out the gate, we, we're looking at 100 people. And, you know, we haven't even talked about, you know, you know, the, the cash prize or the prize or who's going to host the show, how long they're going to do. Like, it's just the it's just the idea that that's how that's how we get this thing off the ground. Started this show and it was really just that simple. It was just like, hey, the the top comedians will get money and 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 we'll keep doing the show and and people will keep bringing people and here, here's something that people don't say about comedy competitions. There are some comedians out there that love working for free. I'm not saying you 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 can't work for free that that you shouldn't work for free sometimes. I'll give you an example. An open mic. An open mic comedians do not get paid for. Or or most open mics, I should say. I'm sure there's some out there. Uh whoever is putting on the show, they get paid, or the at least they should get paid. So if you go to a show at uh at wherever, you know, run of the mill bar or, or club, somebody's getting paid. Because someone is, is the producer, someone is, is putting on the production, someone is booking the comedians or bringing the comedians to this particular venue. That's where the value of money is. I've been talking a lot about this and I still don't think people really understand what I'm saying, but trust me, this is all a business. So somebody gets paid and what I mean by some comedians love to work for free is they put very little value in either themselves or their talent and they're comfortable being in that that place so like when a comedy competition come around so so i you know hey i'm doing a comedy competition i'm messaging a couple of comedians that i think would be great for it uh obviously i think they should do it and and i think it'd be good you know i think it'd be a good look for some of them and then i they can bring people they can be on a bigger stage that whole little thing because this is all give or take there's things i want from a comedian just like there are things they they should want from me so i'm you know i'm, I'm reaching out to some comedians and I had a couple of them that were like, nope, I'm, I'm good. I don't want to do the competition. But then I'll see them the very next day driving two hours to do a free open mic show. When, <laughs> when my show is, is around the corner from them and they possibly have an opportunity to win money. Let's be honest. There are some competitions. The comedians have no chance. Okay. <laughs> like, just like they, they are either very terrible or they're just not ready. Which is just okay. I've been in a couple of competitions. And uh, one of the competitions I'll tell you real quick was a competition where I walked in thinking, oh, I got this. Okay. Like, I walked in like, hey, we good. Uh, first and foremost, it was one of these competitions out the, like, in the boondocks. And we were in Arizona, but we were probably like, I don't know, 30 minutes north or south or east or I don't know, the other direction. <laughs> so. So we get there, and then there was a bunch of cancellations. Like, I think there were supposed to be five to seven comedians, and only four of them showed up. Or, no, 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 no. No, yeah, it was four. And we we all performed, and I just, I didn't have a great set. Like, I, I just, I don't know what the fuck I was doing on stage. And... <laughs> and I did very terrible, and, and the other comedians did very well. And I came in last, or or they didn't even do a last. Like they they just did like a <laughs> they just did a top three, but it was four of us. So clearly, I know. 
<laughs> that's pretty shitty. Like that's <laughs> now that I think about it. Because again, I think it was supposed to be multiple comedians. You're supposed to take the top three. So I couldn't beat three comedians. I came in dead last. And uh I kind of took it hard. Because the first comedy competition I had ever gotten, I won. And again, when that happens, you start thinking you're hot shit. So you're like, you know what? Fuck these niggas. Like, I got this. So I, it was a comedy competition. It was the first one I ever did. And uh, I think I won like 50 bucks or 25 bucks. I don't think it was 50. Um, but it was one of those like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm sure I got booked for it. Or like I signed up for it, and I just went in and I was great. And and another thing I'll say is I, I beat out some seasoned comedians. I didn't have I didn't I didn't have family and friends in the audience. I just showed up. It was and was on fire. One and and I was like, boom! This comedy shit is easy. Okay, so <laughs> so the i don't know if this is my second time maybe this is my third time so when i came in dead last i was like oh i need to i need to pick myself up and get my shit together if if you're going to be in a competition because all you really want to do regardless of win lose or draw you want to bring your best foot forward like you want to bring your best material your best jokes your best representation so Getting off to the other thing, like I'm like, hey, you guys want to do the comedy competitions? And then there'd be a lot of comedians. It's like, no, I'd rather work for free and drive very far or work at certain clubs or certain venues where in order for me to perform, I have to bring people who then they have to spend their money at the club. Also, I can get five minutes. And I'm telling you this because I love you. That's dumb as fuck. Okay. Anytime you are in business and you are giving and giving and not getting or receiving something and it doesn't necessarily have to be of equal value but it's got to be a value you're dumb as fuck i've been dumb as fuck so i'm speaking from experience i've done the clubs where you have to bring 10 people you bring nine people they will not let you perform because you have to bring 10 and those 10 people have to buy two drink minimum and guess how much money you get Zero. How much time do you get? Maybe five minutes. I'm getting off the point. Comedy competitions are, are full of shit. But they have some value. This is what you learn later on. And this is the reason why I do them. Did my first round of the comedy competition called Top of the Pot. I moved to Iowa. I'm like, hey, Bobby, can I do the show here? Do like an Iowa... Uh, uh, like an Iowa edition of, of essentially the same... Here's what happened when I started producing shows, and here's how a lot of comedians should go about it. When you start producing your own show, hopefully you've been around enough where you've seen some great things and you've seen some, you've seen some shitty things, and you can pick and choose to make your shows better for comedy. So if you work with a shitty producer and they do shitty things, you don't do any of those things, okay? Like You learn, you be better. So the competition has like, it has holes in it, right? Because nothing can be perfect. And we understand that. So one of the things is when you do like a crowd uh, audience applause, uh, you know, the crowd picks the comedian. Sometimes a not great comedian can win just because they brought a lot of people. 
It happens a lot, okay? The it, It's almost the popularity contest conversation where like, hey, I know so many people. I'll bring them. They'll laugh at my terrible jokes. I will beat the better comedian. Ha, ha, ha. But I've been around. Where I once was, I, I, wasn't, in, I wasn't participating in the, in the contest. I, I just showed up. And there was a comedian who was pretty new. Probably a year and a half to maybe two years in. Maybe. He brought like, seriously 30 of the 50 people in the room and the guy that he lost to had zero that's the power of quality and it's not that the the crowd of 30 that he brought shouldn't have applauded for the other comedian or shouldn't have rallied for the other comedian to win but the beautiful thing of this business is when you get it right you get it right and the better comedian won or the better performer got the trophy. And when that happens, you can applaud yourself and you can applaud comedy for, for getting it right. And that was the first time where I, I kind of opened my eyes to, okay, you can try to cheat the system. You can try to stack the deck, but it, it sometimes don't even matter. Just be the best version that you can be on stage. Let the chips fall where they may. So, Started doing this comedy competition in Iowa. I did five of them. The first four were just one-off shows, but I didn't have money to, I didn't have much money to give. So it was like the top, the first show, I think was the top guy got, top comedian got $50. And then I think, I think maybe I did 25 for second and third because it's a hard sale to ask comedians. Because if you remember, there wasn't many comedians when I first got out here in Iowa in 2017. There's probably like, you know, five. But it's a hard sell to be like, hey, can you drive a bunch of hours to participate in a contest that you may make no money for? So if I got like a top three, I wanted to give them at least gas money. Right. And that's back when gas money like 25 gets you like a year supply. Okay, so (laughs) so, uh, you know, the first couple of competitions, I would raise it like we went from 50 to to 100 to 150. And then what I did was. For the the fifth show, I took the four previous winners from one, two, three, and four, and then those four comedians battled. They had extra time, and then again, I think it was like 150 uh, for the top guy, uh, and then 50 for number two, and then number three didn't get anything. But what what was so beautiful about the show, and why competitions sometimes uh, are are not all you know, terrible is sometimes you, you meet a comedian like, wow, you're really good. Even though you didn't win, I love to work with you in the future. Or I love to, I think I got a, a showcase that you might be great for, or through just networking. Hey, uh, there's this guy that I just met and Dubuque. He's pretty awesome. Do you think you have? And so that, that thing happens. I was, I was once on a comedy competition for a club. And again, those can be the worst. Because the clubs are like, hey, these are all off days. How can we get a bunch of people here? Let's bat, let's put comedians and, and pin them against each other. And I did it. I did the first, the first year that did the competition. I didn't have a voice. Like that's wild. Like I performed in a comedy competition with no voice. Like I was telling my jokes like this. And like <laughs> I was trying my hardest 
to to say something or do something that'll put me to the next round because I'm like, if I get my voice back, I may not go far, but <laughs> at least they'll hear what I have to say. And I didn't obviously, uh, I didn't I didn't advance, which I nor should I had. The second time I did the competition, I did it. It was like the following year, and I I did it under the the idea that. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some crowd work. I'm gonna do some jokes. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bunch of things. And if I don't get chosen, I I I want to know why, you know. Or you got to give me a good reason. Or the people that beat me have got to be very very like much way much better, way much better. I don't think it's uh, correct, but uh, and they were <laughs> the, the, the comedians that beat me were better that night. And I couldn't be mad about it. But what was cool is I got the call like the next day from the club owner uh, or or the you know the booker that was running the contest. Like, hey, uh, sorry you didn't win, great set, but we would love for you to come and host the next you know round for the of the contest. Here's you know here's fifty bucks. You can do this much time. And I was like, that's dope, right? Um, because I lost, but I also won. And that's sometimes what competitions can be. You can lose, but you can win. So those, those are just some competitions that I, I was in. And the reason why I want to bring it back is because we, the world ended and I'm like, let's do it again. So I'm running this contest for four months and, uh, we book about nine comics and we take the top three from each month so we're doing it from august september and october we get about nine of them for november and they battle for three hundred dollars and the reason why it's three hundred dollars is because i'm doing well in life now okay i've got shows uh every weekend which is oh my goodness beautiful you have no idea how hard i've worked to be in a position where i can happily you know hand over three hundred dollars to a comedian that deserves it the only catch is they had to drive here for one of those months and then obviously return back in november and then uh the 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 number one spot got 50 bucks so here's how it worked we take nine comedians i have judges that rank the comedians on categories and this is pretty standard stuff uh we did four categories and they can change. They can be different ones. You can add, they could be more, but here's ideally what the four that most comedy competitions look for stage presence. Okay. And I remember hearing that so much in my early uh, years where I was like, why, why is everybody saying I have great stage presence, but nobody's saying I'm funny or they like my jokes. And sometimes how you sell a joke is almost more powerful than just standing up there and telling it. That's that's when you start you start talking about acting it out and things like that. But ideally, stage presence refers to the certain charisma or charm that a comedian or performer possess that draws in an audience and commands their full attention. Second category is originality. How unique are their jokes or their material? Is it something that you've heard on late night uh, or or you know somewhere else? Uh, are there mannerisms, you know, you know, are they, are they like a repli- replica of, of, of another comedian that you, like a famous comedian that you know? So like, oh man, this person is just copying Andrew Dice Clay smoking a cigarette and, and talking about pussy and, you know, like whatever. Uh, then material. Now, this is a tricky one because comedy is very, you know, objective and it's hard to be like this is super funny to this should be super funny to everybody and then somebody else can be like nah I don't like this however 
instead of it being about how funny it is, it's more of a reference of um, how true to to the comedian is this? Like, how d- is the comedian really capturing their perspective? Like, it doesn't necessarily mean it's funny or not. It's more of those, what are they talking about? Do they have something to talk about? Is there is there substance to their material? Are they keeping you engaged? And and those are those are very tricky. Also, when you look at material, what they tell you in the business is you want to start your set with your second best joke. And then you want to close your set with your best joke. That stuff in the middle can get tossed up in the air. But if you start strong and you end strong, you got a chance. And then the last thing is just audience response. Like, that is how it sounds. Like, are they laughing? Are they not laughing? Are they groaning? Are you, you know, like, are, are you winning them over? Are you getting the reaction from them? There are some comedians that just love pissing off the crowd. But they, they're also winning because they got them captured and they're, they're engaged and they're committed. So... We rank those categories and then we pick the top three and then I let the audience through applause pick two. They they pick three, two and one. And uh, number one got an extra 50 bucks. And then again, those three get to come back in November. And all I just basically wanted to say is in this business, I hear that a lot. Comedy competitions are full of shit. And they are a lot of them. But it doesn't mean There isn't something for you to gain out of it. One of the best things is networking, meeting somebody that you probably wouldn't have met if it wasn't for this competition or this showcase. Showcasing your art and your talent in a new room or a new venue, possibly making new fans, new followers. That shit goes a long way. Trust me. Obviously, if you win, you get some money. Okay. Uh, a lot of times these contests are filled with, with with an engaging crowd because they want to cheer on their comedians, but they also want to laugh and they want to know what you have to say. So you get a very engaging crowd. Uh, I just did a show. <laughs> I just did a show last week or two weeks ago, I guess, when this episode comes out where I drove not too far. It was about 45 minutes to a small town of 700, maybe 800 people. Zero people showed up for this show. Where I met in life, I still got paid. So, hey, you know what? I'm winning. But, and I, I will say this. The bar owner was 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 insanely gracious. He paid us. I don't know if I would have done that. Okay? Like, to be honest with you. Like, zero people. But we did have four people that were at the bar. They got drunk and they participated. But they were probably there since, like, 3 o'clock. And they just fucking stuck around for our 90-minute show. And it ended up being pretty fun, but that's what happens. So when you can perform in front of a dope-ass room or, or audience or crowd, take that every single time. So if you learn anything, a lot of these competitions are all the same. you know. However, if there is something that you can get out of it as well, then it's absolutely worth doing. I, I, my last competition that I'll tell you about is I was just in Arizona this year for a comedy competition that many comedians did not know was a comedy competition. I ended up having a lot of fun and I'll tell you what, what was really important for me is, you know, when you do like comedy festivals, sometimes you get one to maybe two sets during the festival. So if you don't maximize your opportunity, you lose it. 
and then you will be one of those comedians like oh fuck this place or f this competition or f this festival we all had a night i I performed on the first night and like i said not a lot of us knew it was a competition i didn't know it was a competition when i applied i was just happy to get in and make the trip back to arizona made the trip back to arizona if you win you obviously get another night to perform and then you get to also compete for a thousand dollars I was so determined to have a, a a great set that all I wanted was to advance to the semifinals, which I did. And there was a lot of comedians and there was a lot of good comedians that didn't advance. And they were, you know, pouting and they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure I probably could have been one of those had I not advanced. But I'm also one of those that the chips fall where they may. I advanced. And got a second night, which I was so happy to do because if you've been listening, my friend Nicole Ward, who was just on a couple episodes ago, she came out to Arizona and she couldn't come out to my first set. So she uh, so I was really doing it so that I can get a second night so she can see me because in my 11 years, she had never seen me on stage. And I got the second I got the second night. She just made like the last couple of minutes of my set. I did not advance further. Okay. My second set was not that great. It wasn't great for a lot of comedians. What makes you feel better? Like, oh, everybody did bad. But I was just so happy to advance the first time. I didn't like try as hard as I probably needed to, to move on to the finals. But with all that being said, I had a great time and I learned some things and I networked and I met some great comedians. And those are things that you, you, you don't realize are are really powerful so if you get in a competition and you lose hold your head up or learn from it but then hold your head up and go at it again and next time you do make sure you make a list of the things that you feel are important for you to get out of this experience because that's what comedy is it's what you put in is what you get out and sometimes these competitions and these festivals and so on and so forth they have a list of the things that they want from you they want butts in seats. They want you to bring people. They want you to do well. They want you to this. They want you to that. But what do you want in return? Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I will talk to you very soon. Uh, FYI, I did have a new comedy EP. as a three-track EP that just came out called Side C. Uh, I did not make the iTunes charts. I did hit number one on Amazon, which is really cool, and it debuted at number two. It's only like $4. If you can pick it up, I would love to for you to do it if not just stream it and if you haven't already bought my side b album which again that did go number one on all the platforms that's not a lot just itunes and amazon but check that out as well des moines iowa how the fuck your spirit doing Hi, y'all. and i can still remember my first winter in minnesota it was white as the eyes can see and there was some snow there you know what i'm saying <laughs> Hey, that was a comedy teaser from my second comedy album, Peace of Mind, Side B, which went number one on iTunes and Amazon.com for not only new comedy release album, but also bestseller. I'm a bestseller. Okay, it's crazy. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, please check it out. It is streaming on everything that you can think of, wherever you listen to your digital music. And if you still want to purchase the album, you can go through iTunes, Amazon, and also Bandcamp. Uh, please support me. And mama, I made it.